At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is half-black Neil, son of Boring Dean. When I'm not being put to sleep by my dad talking to me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now here he is, the man I wish was my daddy, the super talented Eric Zane. podcast what's up uh i didn't even start to record uh roll my backup file which i need which tells me my shit is not in order here on the show okay yeah i uh i have like everything planned out each day and uh written down and you know got an idea how how the hell i want it to go but um, today in particular was a day where I was kind of like, eh, I'm just gonna ease into this. Uh, I don't know. Um, and then it got to be like 20 minutes till the start of the show. And I had nothing. Ri- I mean, I, I know what I'm doing. I've got like a note taker that I kind of, uh, write shit down because I've already, from the time the show ended yesterday till now, you know, you all are sending me stories and, and the day is unfolding and I'm, oh, I got to talk about that. So I send it to myself. I send it to my producer, me. And then I write a little note on the note taker and then it, it, it forms a list by the time I get in here now. And it, uh, I can count on one hand the times that I've sat down here and there's been like one thing on the list, just one. And then on that day, I'm like, oh, God, I'm fucked. There's, I, I can't do it. There's nothing that can be done today. I mean, it's going to be the worst thing ever. And it all works out. It's all fine. No big deal. But uh, today, I, I had a bunch of things, but I just didn't feel like uh, I was just kind of sitting here farting around. And uh, I don't know. Then I finally got it underway and, you know, it all came together quite quickly. But still, it was one minute before the before 8 a.m. Eastern time. And I'm like fumbling with final notes. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. It's all I need to do is, is be late for these for these folks. They, they, I'm lucky enough to have them rely on this time. I need to be here. I need to be there at the, uh, the scheduled start time. Try to take that as seriously as possible. So welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of Michigan. The uh, metropolis that is Baldwin, Michigan. 
This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures Monday through Friday um, at about this same time. Hi, Katrina. It was great talking to you yesterday. This is from me to Katrina. You're like, who, what? Uh, relax. I'll, I'll get you caught up. When you record, if you said, hello to my new pal, Eric Zane. He's helping me with some future podcast ideas. He describes what he does as, quote, a daily show discussing news, nonsense, and his personal adventures. It's a comedy show and probably a good idea to listen using earbuds. You can find the Eric Zane Show podcast wherever you download shows. Thanks, Katrina. Signed, Eric Zane, the Eric Zane Show podcast. My pal, Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. Uh, some nice, uh, this nice lady, Katrina Daniels, uh, reached out to him. And she said, Ed, I am looking for a way to make money on the podcast, on my podcast. What do I do? So Ed said, oh, yeah, I know what's up. And then forwarded, <laughs> forwarded the nice lady, the lady off to me. She goes, Eric has, uh, the past three years, he's done a lot of trial and error. What works, what doesn't, you should talk to Eric. I'll, I'll introduce you. So the icebreaker. And I said, oh, well, of course, I'm glad to help, you know? Yeah, that's, that, that's fine. So this, this nice lady, the lady, she does a, uh, a true crime podcast. Let's see if I can point you in the right direction of it. Prime time crime. Is that it? That's it. Prime time crime on Apple podcast. There you go. There it is. You know, you got the, uh, the logo is of course crime tape on there. Prime time crime. This, uh, very nice lady is, uh, Doing this show, she's a, a TV journalist, or at least uh, was in a previous uh, life. Okay, TV is on her. Let's see if I can show you who she is. Yes, this is her. Very nice lady. The lady. There you go. There she is. This is my new pal, Katrina. Uh, she is... Um, I think her husband is a, a, a criminal defense attorney or something like that. And she knows a lot about the law. And so uh, on, you know, kind of like in her spare time, she wanted to do this podcast. So Ed pointed, uh, pointed her into my direction. And uh, I, I listened to the show. They're, they're short episodes. You know, 16 minutes, 18 minutes. She has a lot of guests on, people in her inner circle. So these are all quick listens if you're into true crime uh, podcasts. Uh, pretty pretty much uh, on the on the uh, early side of podcasting for this, uh, for this nice lady. So she wants some info about what to do and how to make some money on the damn thing. And so I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to her and uh, uh, all is all is great. Easy. 
And uh, I'm in here in this setting doing my thing. And and uh, I got the dogs in here. And, and she right away, it's, it's always a great icebreaker. She's in love with the dogs. So everybody is. Who isn't? Why wouldn't you be? You got these amazing dogs who, you know, truth be told, I'm already off on a tangent. It's a big ADHD morning. Daisy here, uh, her mouth is full of clay and feces. Clay being the cat litter. And, you know, I mean, my God. She snuck, Diana says to me today, she goes, hey, when you uh, when you go upstairs, you got to make sure Daisy goes with you because she takes off. I go, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah. And I go, well, yeah, I know she does that. But I didn't think she she finds her way downstairs and she does um, uh, old country buffet on the cat box. And oh, my God, what I, I can't, you know, they're, they're both. And then that's a new thing. That's relatively new for Daisy. Um, in the past year, she started, she found the cat box. O'Neill's done it his whole life. He's got so much feces, used uh, feces that should be just out in the yard that he's eaten and then crapped out. And it's like, my God. Again, if, the, if either of these dogs burp, you hear, leave the room. Do, you don't want to be in the room. It's so bad. Kenny asks a great questions, uh, uh, question. Why do doggos have to be so disgusting? I don't know, but it's it's a real... Man, um, man, I just can't process it. It's just so horrible. Uh, so I'm talking to uh, Katrina, and uh, she says to me, Oh, Eric, and she's... I can tell she's... Uh, well, she's very dramatic, and she says, "You, you, thank you for helping me. I want you to send me what you want me to say on my podcast to promote your show. And I go, well, you don't have to do that. I go, are you sure you want that? Your audience is not, I mean, I, I'm an idiot. I mean, I'm telling everybody to go fuck themselves. <laughs> she goes, oh, fuck them. <laughs> I go, oh, okay, all right, fine. Fuck them. So, uh. On Katrina's show, she's going to record it today. I don't know if she's going to publish it today. Uh, she will be talking about your old pal, Eric Zane. And I've got another clip for you from a different show that I want to play for you in just a second about another podcast that's talking about your old pal, Eric Zane. But first, uh, Katrina was flirting her ass off at your old pal, Eric Zane. And you're like, yeah, right. And I go, no. And uh, I'm serious. She was. Um, we're sitting there and um, and she she likes the dogs. And I'm, and, uh, and and then she goes, oh, my gosh, just another reason to like you. You're helping me. You've got beautiful dogs. And I love that one of them's a pound puppy. And you're so handsome. Or something like that. She said easy to look at or, or easy on the eyes or something. One of those things that uh, people say that's. And instead of, you know, and so right away, I'm like, oh no. And I'm blushing and I'm trying, I'm pretending like I didn't hear it. You know, you want to shut that down. You don't want to acknowledge that the second you do, then a, then a spark will fly. And like, and she's like a hot older lady too. So I could totally see myself 
um, you know, kicking Diana to the curb and, um, you know, having like a sexting relationship with this lady. That is, that is, you know, something that I would find myself falling into quite quickly because as I've said to you before, I've got an extreme, extreme addictive personality. So I did not respond. I just kept it close to the vest, but had I, you know, facilitated that, there's no question, no question. Sparks would have flown. And before long, uh, we're FaceTiming and I'm pounding my pud and she's touching herself. That's, that's what would have happened. So I had to shut that down. Totally kidding. Well, sort of. Uh, but I, I did tell Diana about, it. I go, Hey, this lady was flirting with me. Oh yeah. I go, yeah, she, I think she's in love. Um, so I'm just, you know, getting that out so that, you know, Whoops, rest in peace to your ears. I don't know why that happens. I'm so sorry about that. Jeez, an asshole. All right. I heard from my brother, uh, Push Up Paul, the other day. Called me yesterday. He goes, hey, the Drew and Mike show talked about you. I go, they did. And uh, I go, what? yeah, what's up? He goes, hey, are you in a war with huge? And I go, well, I wouldn't say a war. I mean, he's a dumbass, but that's, he doesn't care about that. He knows that. Yeah, well, Drew and Mike were talking about you. I guess, I, I guess that uh, in the past week and a half, I had been, I've been, I, I kind of let up recently, but I had been busting Bill's balls about the stupid, uh, Goff, Stafford take. Goff will win more games with the Lions than Stafford will with the uh, with the Rams and how that has just aged so poorly. And uh, I, one of the audience members, I forgot who, I didn't do it, shared that with, um, what's the name of that spot on Twitter? Ice Cold Takes or something like that. Stone Cold Takes where they take tweets that um, or ice cold tweets that don't age well. And then they repost them after time when it's the opposite has happened. And they, they featured bills, stupid golf Stafford uh, tweet. And so I retweeted that and circled how many followers they had so that bill got the idea that his stupidity was being witnessed by um, by as many people as just to remind him of that, and I didn't I didn't know this, but um, and, and Drew and Mike is uh, is a show that I, you know, I, I really look up to. Those guys they're they're awesome. They um they they were I didn't know this, but they I guess they follow and they they had seen all of this unfolding, and this is them uh, not too long ago. You show actually February one, so nine days ago, uh, uh, talking about this exact moment. And it looks like, hopefully, I'm pulling for him to win the Super Bowl. I, I just don't know, feel I don't like know. how could you not be for him? I don't know. Give me Joe Cool all day. I started off. I, like earlier. Joe, I, like Joe. I don't think there's any stopping Burrow Sorry. right now. I think he's. I'm like not sure there the is guy now, and he's going to be the the quarterback Early of the, in the NFL season, for the next ten no, years. Matt's going to have to win this game. Yeah. He's going to have to play really well. Otherwise, he's just Jared Goff. Kind of, sort of, 
but I'd still, I'm still, I'm happier to see him playing in the Super Bowl. I, I enjoyed his playoff run. I, this is so. This might be radio for two. Eric Zane's tweets. <laughs> see if you can pull up Eric Zane's. Twitter. I've been watching him because he's been going after the huge, huge yes. the huge show. Oh yeah, yeah, I did oh, see that. Huge he's had the worst take. He keeps like retweeting it and sending or cold and then retweeting cold uh, cold takes. Is that what it's called? The one freezing cold freezing takes, cold takes. Great Twitter follow by yeah. the way. Yeah. What is a freezing cold take? Take that people's hot great. sports takes that don't age well. Because oh, I love that. Oh, it's the it's one of the best Twitter follows. It's really fun. Yeah. No, you know this is really interesting because um, I feel like I know Huge from somewhere. I don't know Huge, <laughs> but did Rob know Huge? Well, did Huge you work was over, when Rob was with us. He was over in yeah. Grand Rapids for. I thought so. Yeah. And. Yeah. I I didn't, I didn't, didn't get to Rob know, know huge didn't Rob I that I don't know oh, I, I didn't know. know that Eric Zane I believe worked with him after I, he I, I think left. Belizean knows him Free beer and hot wings. I know that the, that Zane was on a. Uh, I want to say that he, maybe he did the show just before Huge, perhaps. But I think that the reason why Zane keeps putting these out here is because <laughs> Huge is not responding. I first learned of Huge He's because of the Michigan Radio Buzzboard. Apparently, he threatened them with legal action to stop talking shit or something. Oh, that's gonna work. And so you Wait. okay? A little bit of history. There's a uh, radio message board they just referenced called the. Michigan Radio TV Buzzboard. And it's just a place, it's quite antiquated now. It's uh, A lot of people would go there to talk shit anonymously about radio. Years ago, I don't know all the details on this, but Bill was upset about something that was said. And he asked to not be mentioned on there. In fact, I guess he threatened them and so now they're about to describe what happens if you type bill's name on the michigan radio tv buzzboard no you cannot type in if you go to the radio buzzboard and you type in the word huge even if you're just saying hey i'm a huge fan of this yeah it's all four asterisks you're not allowed what? to even say his name on there. <laughs> Wait a second. Yes. You've got so, to be kidding we me. We all know who it is. I mean, exactly. Uh, what's the point of that? Okay, why? I don't know. I, that's how I found out about him was that he had this huge beef with them. <laughs> Zane's tweet of, where he retweets uh, freezing cold takes in circles how many followers they have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know I don't know why Zane's doing it, but I love it. But his, yeah, we, haven't even, we, we haven't even mentioned his cold take. Go ahead. Brandon. The original tweet that everybody jumped on was, and this must have been when the season started or just before. I repeat, Jared Goff will win more games in Detroit this year than Stafford will with the Rams. So freezing. That's cold a bad takes. take. Whenever that's, he that's tweeted it, that's the worst take. I can't imagine one minute when that was a good take. <laughs> no, I mean one second when that was a good not take. Not at all. In other words, why would the Rams make that trade then? That's that's bizarre. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but, and I don't but, think that he's getting back to Eric Zane. So Eric has to keep putting out yeah. these just to remind him. Hey, someone tell Eric to keep it up. <laughs> Why that made me laugh? I saw it like fifteen times. So does this guy have major rabbit ears or something? That's what it sounds like. I cannot believe on Michigan Radio Buzzboard you cannot type the word huge. That it blows my mind. Why would Michigan Radio Buzzboard? What are they afraid of? I, I I honestly I don't know where the beef came from. Is it a a response to him threatening legal action, or do they just do it because yes, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Um, nobody makes money on radio and TV buzzboard, no. do they? Okay, that's about it. 
That is, that's actually quite old. It was a long time ago that, uh, that happened, but, but it did happen. And, uh, I reached out to, uh, William and I said, so you must be on my show Friday. It's the Super Bowl extravaganza. And he wrote, okay, uh, topics that are off limits. Stafford, Stafford, Stafford. And I wrote, I can't tell if you're serious or not. Uh, I also tweeted out yesterday. Big news. Asterisk, 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 asterisk. From the asterisk. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk show is joining me on the Eric Zane Show podcast on Friday. And I tweeted it at him. It's my Super Bowl extravaganza. I'll be demanding Bill's resignation for his Matt Stafford take. Bill then wrote, Tuesday's huge show featured huge opinions on the coaching changes on Harbaugh's staff, the Lions, Stafford in the Super Bowl, and MSU, Slash Michigan hoops. I uh, retweeted with comment that said this show sh- would only have been good if you ended it with I am resigning now because of my Stafford golf take. Exciting. So Ding Dong will be joining me uh, tomorrow. Did we figure out a time? No. I'll let you know. Jesse Code says you have to say the big game. Yeah, I don't I I'm not sure about that. I, I, I hear that more and more. I was just listening to Travis Gibbs, who does sports on the Michelle McCormick show on LAV. And he said Super Bowl, and then he said, oops, I'm sorry. I mean the big game. And I, uh, I I don't know if people are getting that right. I think you have to only say the big game if you're like, hey, come to Johnny's Mattress for our big game sale. Like if you were doing an advertisement and promoting your big sale with the Super Bowl or, or any type of thing associated with promotion – then you can't use it, which is ridiculous because, you know, I mean, if, like if the Oscars go on, you can say, yes, we're having uh, we're having to uh, come on in for our uh, Oscars viewing party. I don't, I don't know if anybody would do that. So maybe that's a bad example. But I mean, is that is, is it like that for the NBA finals and the World Series, for God's sake? I hate that. I think that uh, people have have. Uh, assumed that they they can't ever speak the word Super Bowl. They're the 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 name Super Bowl. It's ridiculous. Some good suggestions. You need to put on a straight Bill hat when you do the voice of Bill. You know, Bill gets a lot of shit for his hats, but I think he looks good in those hats. And then uh Reference to statewide web address. Big Dennis says Big Drew used to refer to it as the superb owl. 
which is great. The superb owl. It's so stupid, but it's awesome. Okay, it's time for the Olympic coverage portion of the show. One week in, and I don't give a fuck. I normally do. I normally get into it, but I am, oh, fuck. And I don't know if this has to do with where I am right now in life because I do not watch TV at all. There's a couple of shows that I hang out. Like, I just started watching Ozark, and I'm not into it. I mean, I'm like, it. Uh, it's it's not the best show. It's just written pretty well, and I, I like the storyline, but it's not like there's, like, superb acting in that fucking show. And it's a little bit ridiculous. But I still like Ozark, and, I, and the new season just kind of dropped not too long ago, and I started watching the first episode, and I got about halfway through it. I'm like, God. I'm not really into it right now. And the same thing with the fucking Olympics. I'm just, oh God, no. I saw there was the one lady who, she's a skier. And then the first, um, it's been rough for her because I guess she was real close to her dad and her dad passed away. So she's like, okay, I'm going to go and and kick ass on the hill in honor of my dad passing. And then the first time, down the hill, she fucked it all up. Skis go flying. She's rolling down the hills, ridiculous. And then, uh, and then, you know, she's like, "Oh shit! Well, I gotta, I gotta do better on the next one." And then she goes on to the next, uh, the next. Uh, uh, who knows what the fuck it is? I have the first one's a slalom, the next one's super G, and then there's you ski on one ski. I don't know, but she did it again. She screwed it up again, and she's rolling down the hill. And then she's sitting there on the hill. And she's having a horrible time and she's uncontrollably weeping. And, you know, that sounds about right for a young person these days. Uh, You know, incredibly soft. Can't just get up, fucking dust yourself off and roll down the hill. No, you got to have a fucking therapy session there on the hill. So the helicopter's landing and a team of psychiatrists and, uh, and doctors and, um, her pediatrician when she was growing up or on the hill and then a pharmacist is there and then they set up an actual pharmacy on the hill. Okay. And, um, while she's there weeping, they, uh, have a therapy session and then she's institutionalized. She's in a straitjacket. They give her all sorts of drugs on the hill. And then after about 15 hours, People are, are skiing around her. She's become part of the hills. It's snowing. Snow is piling up on her. She's become an obstacle at this point. And they're, they're skiing around her. And the, 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 the snow is flying on the chick. It was oh, incredible. So after that amount of time, she, they, they, they also reveal that um, um, there, there's more events left to, left to ski. So... You know, I'm like, well, what the, f- yeah, go get your head together and go ski those events. You, you fucked up the first two, but there's still plenty of, plenty of game in there. Let's, let's, let's get back in the fight, miss. But that is not what you do these days. And I, I, I've had a, the, the hardest time coming to grips with this. Everybody knows that if you're 40 and under, when things get hard, quit and cry 
That's what you are supposed to do. Quit, cry, and medicate. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Okay? You need to keep making this world soft and exponentially greater for people my age. Okay? That's why Gen X is the greatest generation. Absolutely. That's about all I know about the Olympics. I don't even know who she is. I just know that she wiped out and then she sat, laid on the hill and and cried for hours. It was incredible. And then NBC, they they actually, uh, they're, they're getting in, uh, yelled at because while there's other skiers going around her, they're, they're zooming in on her because it's such great TV. It's awesome. And I agree with them. We need to have a cry room in the Olympics so that when you fuck up, you know, you, uh, we, we can see that. Um, Herb Brooks miracle candy ass speech. Who are we playing, Rammer? Sweden. Yeah, you're damn right, Sweden! Yes! What's your problem? What's wrong with you? Put your gear on. I said put your gear on. The doc told me I can't yeah, play. Yeah, I know. You got a bad bruise. You know what? Put your street clothes on, because I got no time for quitters. Come on, Herb. Nobody's quitting here. You worry about your own game. Plenty there to keep you busy. <laughs> Bruise on the leg is a hell of a long way from the heart, you candy ass. What'd you call me? You heard me. You want me to play, huh? Is that what you want? I want you to be a hockey, I am a hockey player! You want me to play on one leg? Huh? That ought to get him going. That'll get him going. Get oh, yeah. Will that make you happy? I'll, I'll clean up. I'll clean up. Okay. While I'm at it. That's like one of my favorite scenes. Great moments. Great opportunity. I am sick and tired. Drinking water before bed burns 46. I am sick and tired of hearing about how great of a hockey team the Soviets are. Screw them. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. Boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Fuck them up. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. 
You were born to be hockey players. Every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. <laughs> it's over. Yes. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. <laughs> Seriously. If uh, if if he had said no, no, go out now, jump off the building, and uh, and fly like Superman, I would have done it. What a pep talk! Are you kidding me? You got the rat tat 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 tat, rat tat 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 tat. These guys are like, yes. Fuck it, Michael Ruzioni. Wood sticks. All the telegrams that people sent. That was the only way to communicate back then. 1980, for God's sake. Cold War. Look at these boys. Yes! Goosebumps! So a little bit different back in 1980. Nowadays, you just weep. Just sit there and cry. That's all you gotta do. Oh, fuck. Okay. Sarah says, no, don't stop. Nah, there's nothing more. They just skate out and they win the hockey game. Awesome. Anyway. I got on that because the Olympics suck. All right. Where the hell am I? Thank you very much for uh, being part of the show. Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Also sponsoring my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. We are now uh, on, well, uh, this evening it'll be two days of the 30 on my suspension. Still, you can follow the page. I just can't comment. I can't make a comment. I can't do anything. Every time I even try to like something with a little thumbs up, this big giant stop sign says, no, no, enough of you. Twitter at Eric Zane show on Twitter. Follow me there, please. Brought to you by blue frost. IT YouTube, the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank fuss, my policy shop insurance. Thank you for following on YouTube. Uh, follow the channel and bell notification, thumbs up, all that fun stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Ben and Eric tonight, 7 p.m. start time for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. There is a live audience. If you don't think you're included on the, hey, I want to I want to check it out on Patreon live audience, Zoom. If you don't think you're on that list, reach out to me. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I will put you on the list. Uh, to get it, you must be on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Tonight, 7 p.m., the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. All right. 
Thanks to whoever set, sent me this. I think it was uh, Nick who actually sent it. Mm. Hang on a second here. This comedian. who Her name is Heather McDonald. I hadn't heard of her. She uh, started doing her comedy routine. And... Um, well, it didn't quite go as, as planned, and uh, I think you'll figure out uh, why as she uh, started to do it, and then uh, things took a turn. I don't mean to brag. I don't care, but I want you to know double-vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot, too. And I still get my period. What? Yes! Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. Okay, now you may not know it, but things are about to become terrible. Right after she drops the jokes, uh, the jokes, the joke, Jesus loves me the most. Be the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. Jesus pays her back right here. Okay. okay, she is not okay. That is not an act. It actually, that is, this to me is um, the 2020, uh, uh, what year is it? 2022 version of walk on water, uh, of, of water into wine. This is a miracle here. This is uh, the first time we've seen Jesus amongst us in a long, long time. This is uh, this. That's what happened here. He paid her back and said, okay, you work my name into your comedy act. I'm going to throw you down onto the stage and everybody's going to think it's a bit. Her head hit so hard. Her skull is destroyed. She broke her skull. Jesus loves me the most. And then everybody's cracking up in her face. Seriously. What? So nice. So nice. She's not okay. She fainted and bashed her head into oblivion. That one big laugh. The, ah, 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 ah. So nice. So nice. Ah. <laughs> I can't get over it. I've never been... Happier at a person's horrible injury. It's so great. So nice. So nice. Oh. Nice. Okay. We had enough. We had enough. I haven't. Um, so I'm in the emergency room. Now you don't, you may not know it here, but uh, her head, her skull's busted. She busted open her skull. It's cracked. I look weird. Oh my God. I'm so, 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 so sorry. I passed out on stage. I got up. I did one joke and I felt so dizzy. You can see. It looks pretty good despite a destroyed brain. My eye I fell on my eye. Oh my God. I can, I cannot believe this happened. I feel so terrible that they had to tell everyone to leave and then cancel the second show. A Tempe, I will be back. Tempe, Arizona. I've never, ever fainted in my life. 
Well, yeah, that's what happens when you, you work Jesus into your act. And then I think it was Nick who sent it to me, the Portland peanut. Uh, he's like, yeah, you can't, uh, next time you, I think you've done it. Cause I've done a bit similar to that, you know? And, uh, he goes, it's going to happen to you. <laughs> Can you imagine? It? Oh, oh. My God. Heather McDonald posts video of her onstage faint that resulted in a skull fracture. 51-year-old lady. Tuesday, she shared the clip along with the jokes involving COVID vaccinations that she delivered just beforehand. Uh, Warning, some readers may find the below video disturbing. No, it was great. Um... Thus far, the tests have revealed no underlying medical issues that may have precipitated this event. According to her rep, noting that she performed the night before with no incident, she didn't consume any alcohol before or during Saturday evening show. And uh, that's it. You know, just one of those things. I, I've never fainted. McDonald's fainting spell does not appear to be COVID-related. Her rep also said she received a booster shot approximately three weeks ago and recently tested negative for guys. Nothing to do with that. It's Jesus. That's all it is. You're missing it. It's right in the joke. Audience members told TMZ the comedian collapsed after making a joke about being vaxxed, double vax boosted, uh, leading many to initially believe it was part of the act. So that's why they were all cracking up. And it was, you know, it, the guy who's laughing. If I'm there and you go down that hard, I'm like, oh, holy fuck. Is she really if this is a bit, she really committed to it because she actually body slammed herself. Holy shit. Uh, this on the heels of um, Bob Saget. Did you hear this? Oh my God. The medical examiner is saying that Bob Saget died from blunt force trauma. Wait, what? Excuse me. In the weeks since Bob's passing, we've been overwhelmed with the incredible outpouring of love from Bob's fans, which has been a great comfort to us. We know he wasn't that funny, but we are still eternally grateful. The family said most of that on Wednesday. Now that we have the final conclusions from the authorities' investigation, we felt it only proper that the fans hear these conclusions directly from us. Uh, per the statement citing authorities, Saget accidentally hit the back of his head on something, thought nothing of it, and went to sleep. The statement noted that no drugs or alcohol were involved. Wow. So I don't know if it was... I remember uh, my mom, my late mother's... Uh, husband wally pretty tall guy and he would always go number two in uh, in one particular bathroom in their when they had their condo and directly across from the toilet is a towel rack and like clockwork every time we'd visit i imagine this happened every time he'd use that bathroom he would bend down to pick up his trousers or his pants and then he'd stand up and then the, he would just Bam! And then you hear, ah, son of a bitch! He would hit his head every fucking time, the back of his head on that thing. 
So, I mean, that's I'm, I'm you know making a funny visual there, describing a funny visual there, but I, I, that might be what happened. He banged his fucking head in the hotel room somehow, and then that's it. That that is ridiculous. He had performed uh, uh, that night, just hours before. I cannot believe that that... Oh, shit. Well, if that's the case, uh, that means that that uh, this lady surviving is an absolute miracle because what a, what a fall that was. Let's watch that about 300 more times. No! There you go. Hmm. Unbelievable. All right, so that's uh, that's uh, kind of like dominating the news right there. Uh, Kenny's comment, it's weird that they feel like Bob Saget must have accidentally hit the back of his head rather than suspect foul play. How do they know it was accidental? Well, I mean, I guess it's pretty easy to tell that there's no one else in the room. I don't know. Maybe they did some type of investigation or something like that. But, uh, yeah, that, that maybe they found like a little cut on his head or something. And uh, that, but uh, as far as no one, I, I don't know. I did. Bob Saget doesn't really strike me as the type of guy who had a ton of uh, enemies, you know? All right. So there's that. Okay, the uh, open of the show brought to you by Tag Accounting. The certified public accountant for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Reach out 616-301-9516. Have Troy do your taxes. Uh, You will not be let down the fact that you know, you're basically just handing it all off like the quarterback hands the ball off to the running back. See you later. Tote the mail. He's going to do all the work for you, of course. This is a uh, an unbelievably top-notch professional organization. You will get more money back than you would have if you did it with any other accountant. If you use some stupid uh, tax software, don't waste your money on that because you're wasting your time. Don't waste your time. Your time is worth money, for God's sake. And uh, you having to do that, no, don't do it. Send your taxes along and have them done by Troy Ginzer at Tag Accounting. Okay? Anywhere in the United States, doesn't matter where you live, have Troy do your return. 616-301-9516 for Tag Accounting. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to reach out if you're in the market for a mortgage. 231-332-6505. From anywhere in the U.S., with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Could be a refi, could be your first mortgage, could be your 10th mortgage, could be you're just getting your start, you don't even know if you can get a mortgage, uh, let him do his work. 
A&E Heating and Cooling. Thank you to them. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. If you are in West Michigan, you need uh, some scheduled maintenance, perhaps a tune-up on the furnace. Uh, If it's not running right, it might just be that you need a cleaning slash tune-up. And you should do that uh, every year to begin with. You need to be on that schedule. You need that once for your furnace setup. You need that once for your air conditioning setup. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. All right. Okay. Tell me what you think of this. Um, this. This story, I can't believe it. You will hear a, I think this is a Texas House of Representatives candidate. Her name is uh, Shelley Luther. She's speaking at a forum. Something to do with, um, I don't even know what this is. It looks like some type of like um, fundraiser or a campaign rally or something like that. And she, she talks herself into this ridiculous uh, a set of words. And then she realizes what she's saying. And she pauses. And this guy who's sitting here, he's like, oh, fuck. We're, we're watching. I mean, in Texas, they probably loved it. But this is just fucking stupid. Wait, you, wait until you hear this, okay? She's discussing um, transgender young people in schools, okay? And she hates transgendered people. She's an absolute bigot. Now, I need to tell you that, first of all, I'm off, I often marvel at how the world is these days, that in schools... It is quite common to have gay people and be out of the closet and, and transgender people to be out of the closet and, and you know, very proud of that. And, and did you see that? Wasn't there something going on in Florida? There's some, God, what was that? I guess I'm not aware of it. There's, um, oh, they, they can't have anything in the education curriculum or they don't want anything in the education curriculum. I'm probably ruining some of this that has anything to do with talking about uh, being gay or being transgender in the classroom. And I don't know if people who are opposed to this are afraid that they'll try to like, I don't think they're, they're looking to say, Hey, you got to try sucking some dick. I don't think it's like that, but some people are pissed off about that in Florida. But anyway, I, I digress. The point of all this is, when I was young and in high school, we did not think, at least I was 100% sure that gay people, that there were no gay people in the school, that that just didn't happen. Talk about in the closet. In from, well, I went to high school from 1986 to 1988, and there was not a one person who said, yeah, I'll going to get some cock tonight or a lady, a girl who said, yeah, I'm going to eat some pussy. Nothing. Okay. Not a thing. And, uh, and sure as shit, if that's the case, there's not going to be anybody who's like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to, I'm going through the process of becoming a, a, a girl or I'm going through the process of becoming a boy. So 
I mean, nowadays that's that happens all the time, and and people really don't bat an eye as much as you think that they would because if if I if if during our school years when I was 80, 86 to eighty eight, if uh, all of a sudden they waved a magic wand and all these people came out of the closet, you know what we would do? We'd beat the shit out of them. That's exactly how we would behave because back then, you know, that's that's uh, that's that's how it was. I mean, it's an awful way to live, but that's kind of the way we were brought up. We were brought up to think that, you know, uh, you know, smear the queer. We'd play that in the fucking schoolyard. So there was no way, no how that anybody would dare come out of the closet, let alone say that they're becoming a woman or a man because they'd get the fuck beat out of them and made fun of. It'd be terrible, you know? So I applaud uh, all of the gay people from 1986 to 1988 uh, who went to high school with me and they suck dick on the down low because that's not easy to do. Okay. Uh, Drew says three years of high school. Yeah. My high school was 10 through 12. My, mi- my middle school was seven through nine. So, but anyway, I digress this idiot. And, and by the way, the way I feel now about it, obviously uh, I, I don't have a, a prejudice bone in my body when it comes to um, uh, anything like that. I'm, I'm all about equality. And I, I actually like it that uh, gay people can come out into their schools and, and well, they're still going to get shit from some assholes, probably some kid wearing a, uh, a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. But you know what I mean. Nowadays, young people in schools, they have a uh, better environment to be themselves and be comfortable in their own skin. I, I mean, for me personally, if I had a child who was uh, gay, and I don't think I do as far as I know, I mean, I would do anything in my power to make sure that they could be facilitated and happy and, and I would support them in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, so that's great. is isn't like that in all cases. But in Texas, this sick bitch is running for public office. And this is what she said. This is her concern. This is the clip. I don't know any other counties that are more Bible Belt conservative than this district. And it's the Overton window. They have AOC in Congress on the left. And what we have done is become comfortable with what is okay in our society. I am not comfortable with the transgenders, um, the kids that they brought in my classroom um, when they said that this kid is transgendering into a different sex, that I couldn't have kids laugh at them like I couldn't have... uh, Like other kids got (laughs) transgender kids in my class. So perfect! So perfect! The pause, son of a bitch! We couldn't laugh at them. Pause. That I couldn't have kids laugh at them like I couldn't have. Um... Oh no. <laughs> like other kids got in trouble for having transgender kids in my class. That's why I vote. Mother fuck. And my opponent is completely against school choice. And then she bails. Thank you. Oh. She keeps the straight face the whole thing. Oh. Yes. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Like I said, you have won the election in Texas. 
But what a what a thing to say. And then so what you have there is that it just kind of flies out of her and she realizes she's caught and oh no. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Absolutely incredible. Yikes. Mm-mm-mm. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, to bring in the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Kyle from Dumpster Divers, I think. Hey. There we go. Yes. Yes, it does work. It does work. I oh. think you had me muted. Hello. Welcome. How are you, buddy? Well, hello. Um, well, oh, you guys can't see me, but guess what? I got a haircut, so this is actually comedically pretty good timing <laughs> that you can't see me finally. I don't know what I'm doing today. I just, I suddenly, like I was telling this audience, I think I just forgot how to podcast today. So what started out as a great plan to have you on has uh, uh, blown up in my face. So I apologize for that. Hey, it happens. That's that's life, really. So uh, what's going on, Kyle? What do you got for us today? First thing I wanted to mention, this is, this is um, before we get into you dispatching me about COVID, as you said you would do. Oh, hey, there I am. Yep, there you are. But get this. I just want to say I was uh, driving the other day, dropping off a dumpy. Um, just, just, this crazy thing happened, right? And I just want to tell you guys, because it freaks me out. Um, there was a cat, right, on, just like in somebody's yard. But the cat, uh, I should have I drawn it. But the cat was... Uh, colored in such a way it was only black and white, right? But only like the top, um, his ears in the top part of his head, but like from the eyes down, it was white. And um, it only made like a, he had like a, like a, like a stripe, I guess you'd say down his back. So like it went from his head down his back all the way to through his, through to his tail. That was black, but the rest of the cat was white. Okay. So it looked like a skunk. Kind of. But that's that's not the the crazy part. The crazy part is, <laughs> um, it was in somebody's yard, so it was in the snow, right? So here I, I was just it was in the morning, you know. I'm just kind of living my life, not really paying much attention, and I just kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye and looked. And because it was the way the cat was shaped and it was in the snow, I could not see the rest of the cat. I could only see the black part of it. And it looked like some weird alien creature, like scurrying across the lawn. And it was, uh, it was a glitch in the matrix type moment where I, I freaked. Like, I mean, I freaked out more than you would think I would because I was like, but I was convinced that I was seeing an alien scurry across the lawn. So, are you telling me that uh, if if you see a, a critter, in this case, a cat, your go-to is alien before you know any other <laughs> thing that it could actually be? Dude, it was like. This all happened in like a two second span. So like I didn't have much time to really analyze it, but no, no, no. All the cats totally fine. It was just the fact that this cat, the fur was the same color as the snow. And the only part that my brain could perceive was this weird black snake-like creature thing that was just like flying across the lawn. It was crazy, dude. Uh, We're we're getting suggestions that perhaps uh, some of the devil's lettuce might've been involved. No, 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 no. This is this is Kyle driving around at work, dropping off dumpies, just chilling. Okay. That was, I'm telling you guys, it, it was weird. It was a glitch in the. Trust me, like if you if you would have saw out of the corner of your eyes, you might have you might have thought Alien first too. Okay, all right. Well, I uh, I I appreciate your telling of it and uh, picturing you um, shrieking because you 
saw what you saw is is is, is quite funny. Oh, no, no, no. It, it wasn't a shriek. It was a what the fuck. <laughs> That's what it was. So then, um, when how long did it take before you realized that you convinced yourself that it was a, uh, you know, a cat? It took. I mean, it took a couple of seconds. You know what I mean? Like I was. I had to like sit there and just stare at it for a minute, and then. Then, like, once I once some more contrast entered the screen or the screen, the screen of my eyes, once more contrast came in there, then I was like, oh, that's a cat, dude. But, you know, just the white on white really it it it, it was like a green screen that I could not see the rest of the cat. Um, what's his name? Jason Schaefer is quoting a movie and says nothing you have said has any semblance of a rational thought. Everyone is, everyone here is dumber for having listened to it. I award you zero points and may God have mercy on your soul. Little Billy Madison action. Well, Hey, watch out. Steve Buscemi is on my side guys. He'll, he'll come at you with a snipe. dude. Okay, Kyle. So get into it. What do you want to approach today in a, in a senseless manner? No doubt. Um, so so the reason that I was thinking about that we, you and I should debate COVID is number one, cause, um, I never really thought about it to like debate about it with you. But then I remember, I think this was like a couple of weeks back. Um, somebody, I think one of somebody, one of the, somebody left a comment that said something like about COVID and you were, and you asked me, you were like, have you ever been online and you see somebody post something that's about this, about COVID, for yeah. example, and you're like, and you think they're so stupid that you just want to kill them. And like, you asked me that and I was like, yeah, like for sure. Um, well, wait but I, said, no. I was like, yeah, I know what you mean, but I didn't stop to think about what you were talking about. You know what I mean? Um, so then, then I was like, went back and listened. I was like, well, wait, let's see. Like, what is Eric Zane talking about? You know? Uh -huh. I mean? Yeah, sure. And, uh, then I, I gathered your opinions on such a matter. So that's why I was like, yeah, let's debate it. Dude. Okay. Let's figure out well, well, here's the thing, though. I mean, you and I are idiots. Why would you want to suck all of the fun out of the room and, and have two morons discuss something that requires some degree of acumen? And I, I, I can say that every single person that is watching this or listening to this, was that Emilio? That was Emilio. <laughs> not have uh, that's not Black Emilio. Uh, that that's that's not Black Emilio. <laughs> I mean, of all the people here, there is not one. Maybe Emilio has an idea of what's going on, but no one here knows what's going on. Everybody acts like they know what's going on. So basically, this is just going to result in me and you spewing out bullshit that we've heard before. No, 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 no. no. That's. Number one, I don't think we're idiots per se. Um, I think that we are, you know, human beings that live in the world that have Ooh, opinions about things based on our own rational yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, idiots, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> I, I'd say actually part of the part of the debate is in fact uh, the way that this our system is set up is to make you and I feel like that, so we don't come up with any any solutions ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote to uh, avoid Kyle and Eric coming up with a with a solution. Uh, I'm, I'm no, 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 no. I don't. Well, no, there's no solution. Well, there is a solution, but it's. I mean, it's not. It's a, it's not good. That's okay. For sure. Okay. No, I don't. I don't have a solution. Yeah, I know because my solution is we're gonna take people like you and put them in cages. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so see, that's what I'm saying. That's that's a that's a terrible solution. <laughs> don't put me in a cage. I mean, we're, we're already kind of in cage. You're in the we're in cages of our own homes, Eric Zane. We can go out now, but we still have to go back to it. I like my cage, but uh, anyway, go ahead, Kyle. What what in the world? I, first of all, I, I I'm just I'm I'm dying to hear this uh, long winded rambling soliloquy of yours about uh, what it is you want to talk about. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm reading all the comments here and I, I just, I, I love them rolling in. Um, what, so tell me, I guess, okay. I mean, we don't have to debate it if you don't want to. No, I don't care. I don't care. You do, you do have to watch this show afterwards. Cause I can tell, I, I mean, I get your, I get your standpoint on the whole thing. Um, I, how did you end up in your standpoint? Are you just kind of, Hey, like I, I just, I'm just going with the flow here. How, how did you end up pro all of this stuff? Pro vaccination. And, uh, sure. or, pro, or pro believing everything the TV says. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, again, this is why I'm an yeah. idiot. I, it, it's because I've, I've watched it and I've, uh, uh, uh thought about it and, said all right i believe what the tv says yes i do i say i think i think that's a mistake eric zane you do okay i do yeah well and i understand that a lot of people sit around go oh god we can't we can't we got to stop uh believing these reports and things like that i i mean i i get that too but i i i no i'm not gonna do that um, here, let me, well, let me tell you this. Um, and I'm not, cause I know how the internet works these days. So people like me, I'm, I, are considered like a right wing extremist or something like that. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I, I'm not, I'm not, and, and I'm very anti politics well, actually. So, and let me just jump in here before you, you know, I mean, what, what I do is no different than what anybody else does, what you do or what any of these, any people who believe the opposite, they're just, they're just basically getting it from a different source, telling them not to believe it. You know, I'm not, I, I'm not going to tell anybody what to believe, but I'll tell them they're dumbasses. Sure. <laughs> I am. Here's the thing. So I, I, I wanted to bring up the, you know, the right wing extremist thing, because that's, that's kind of down the road a little bit, because you know how the world goes like, ah, if you don't, if you are anti this stuff, you're nuts, which, you know, I am kind of nuts, but I don't think I'm like, like weird nuts. I think I'm like cool nuts. You know what I mean? Well, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, like this purpose person says he thought a cat was a ghost. Not sure. He's very credible. No, no, no. Maybe if that makes me, that makes me human. You know what I mean? That makes me just a regular guy. That a regular I guy. Think- cat, cat, ghost, uh, regular guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like I'm saying, I don't want to get, I don't want to get caught off there. Let me tell you this. So I went to the reason why I think it's a mistake to listen to everything your TV says. I went to school for this type of stuff, right? So number one, I was going to start out originally, and you guys don't know this about me. High school, Kyle, very different Kyle, very, very goody two shoes, no facial hair, um, still pretty cool, still pretty chill, but way different. I was going to go to college for journalism. Um, and so then I minored in that, you know what I mean? Um, but I switched it to advertising once I started getting into like a little bit of the world of journalism. Yeah. Then you got out of goody two shoes. You grew a beard. Yeah. Those two things. Yeah. Those are related. (laughs) Um, but, um, 
yeah, so I, I was going to go for journalism, kind of was not enamored with that. But I started taking, once I switched uh, my major to advertising, you had to take like a bunch of media classes and stuff like that. And I'll, you just, you learn some things, Eric Zane. Like you learn that like the fabric of society as we know it, like like the news itself, like most people are just like, yeah, I hear it on the TV. I'm like, they're like, they say, why would these people lie to us? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like I don't believe that these people would lie to us. But, like, once you start learning about, like, how, the Bane thing, here's here's the first thing that, that you yeah. need to know. The Bane thing. The Bane thing. The Bane thing is that the media was never intended to be a business, right? So that's the first thing you have to understand. I and, mean, of course, it's America, I, so. I want you to know this. I want, I want to interrupt you and jump in here. You realize at this point, I'm going to guess you're losing the audience. Every single person who's been listening to you is like, oh, God, make him stop. What's he doing? I don't I don't know, Kyle. It's 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 uh, it's all weird. Wait, look at Rick TCP, dude. (laughs) Oh, God. Now, you listen, of all the people of all the people that are in this audience, if Rick says he's with you. You're oh god, that's he's the ultimate conspiracy theorist. Oh, this is this is not good. Yes, that okay, and, and you yeah. you've actually met Rick from TC Paintball. So yeah, yeah, you should go okay. there and talk to him. All right, so yeah, okay, I I'm with you guys. Um, here's a, okay, we won't talk about it anymore. I will say my la- my main point is yeah. this that I think that focus. This is all- if you, this is all just for people who want to make money. I think I think that this is all just a money grab. Oh, you do in a lot of different ways, um, and it's working. Um, and here's here's remember I was telling you this last week, Eric Zane. Ah, that's, that's weird to say Eric without saying Eric Zane. Yeah, you got to say, say Eric Zane. Zane. Got to say Eric Zane. <laughs> so here's the thing, Eric Zane. I want you this week. You have to do it, and you'll get you'll get sucked into it. You'll get addicted to it. So it won't be hard for you. You got to watch, go to Hulu. Do you have Hulu, by the way? Uh, I don't, but it's quite easy to get. Yeah, get it. You can probably get a free month. You only got to watch this show called Dope Sick. It's starring um, America's sweetheart, Michael Keaton. Um, So he's in it. Um, And just watch the show. It's about about how the opioid epidemic started. Um, And it's, I mean, it's obviously... It's based. It's based on true stuff, um, but you know, it's a it's a show, so there's some fiction in there. But the the bones of what it is is very true, um, and just watch the show. Yeah, it's, it's all I'm saying. Let and me. Then next week, I want you to. I, I you'll understand what I'm talking about. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's good, but I I want to I want to ask you this question: Are you are you suggesting that Americans have not been helped in any way? by the shot the covid shot is that is that what you're suggesting um i think well here's the thing i was saying i think that you, you know me enough by now that you know i will never i i don't think you can ever really know something because we're just human beings and we can do research on stuff or we can like see you know try to like understand what something's happening and make a conclusion but i don't think we can ever really know but if I were to guess, I mean, I know pr- actually pretty much everybody I know that's vaccinated ha- gets has been sick with it again. Um, I I have not gotten vaccinated with it. I've never gotten COVID yet. I tell you what, so, I'll, I mean, 
I don't think we can know. I don't think we can really, really know. So you're under the impression that we don't know if the shot um, is helping. Right. I mean, yeah, tons. I mean, you got. That's where we divide. That's where we divide. It's like, you know, I mean, there's there's study after study that indicates the immune response is remarkably higher for a person who has the shot. And frankly, I, I agree that we can't call it a vaccine anymore. It's not. It's a shot. It's the COVID shot, just like a flu shot. It's not a vaccine. Right. It's it's unfortunate that they named it the vaccine because I think I don't think that helps with convincing <laughs> right. people like you. But it's a it's a shot that does bolster the immune response uh, uh, dozens of times more compared to the person who does not have it. I believe that they uh, a, a person that the uh, mortality has been decreased dramatically because of the shot. A shot that well, there is huge, there's potential for side effects that could hurt or kill a person. That is true. However, however, your chance of illness or death is greater minus it than it would be side effects because of it. You're, it's it's odds. It's just numbers. And they don't lie. Uh, well, he, well he, here's the thing, Alexander. Number one, I will say, oh, in regards to like the shot, I mean, you, your old pal Kyle hasn't gotten the flu shot since I was who knows when, and I haven't gotten the I haven't gotten the flu in who knows when. Now I'm not one of those people who's going to make that jump, but I just I'm just saying that for, so you can know. But the question I'm asking you, Eric Zane, is the, I understand you're quoting the studies here or like the research, but I'm saying the the problem with our the way our our America is set up is that. Who's doing the studies? And once you find yeah. out who's doing the studies, yeah, that's where I draw the line. I don't the people who's making the money. Yeah, that's that's all uh, Rick TC Paintball Dean conspiracy bullshit. I don't believe any of that. That's all nonsense. You know, fair enough. But um, but yeah, check it out. I'm just saying, watch I, watch that show, and I and I'm just saying it's called Dope Sick. I'm gonna text it to you too. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reminding you on it. Um, and, but you're going to be like, I think you have to make connections in your head is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, I mean, yes and no, I don't, I don't have to make connections in my head just because I watched America's <laughs> America's sweetheart, uh, in, in a, in a dramatic, uh, a film. I'm not going to base how I feel about the COVID vaccine based on uh, Kyle's film recommendations on Hulu. Uh, well, no, it's a TV show. Whatever. Um, no, I'm just saying, I think the point, it's not, the two are not related. The op- They are a little bit, but I think you'll see that how the opioid epidemic started versus how all of this stuff is going down. I think, I think you, you just have to be like, son of a bitch, dude. This okay, now so I have. Both, 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 both things involve the FDA for sure. Um, so that's gonna, it's just interesting stuff, Eric Zane. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to talk about that no more. But you got you got to watch that show. That's all I'm saying. Okay, all right. Uh, Aram, who's uh, what did Aram write? Aram wrote something insulting about you and I. <laughs> um, oh, well, we should run for president together, dude. Aram said something hurtful. Study after after study. What study? This is the worst, most unconvincing debate. Hmm. All right. What does that mean? How's the cinnamon coughs, Kyle? 
Uh, it does. Um, this is the first time in a while because I, ke- I kept waking up too late um, to get here on time. So I had to keep skipping the coffee or else I'd be late for the show. Uh, but I, I was a good person today. Got up about 10 minutes earlier. Uh, got myself the coffee. And there is cinnamon in it, baby. <laughs> I don't know how he was able to pick that out. Who? Me? Uh, no. Um, Chris. Chris Denham. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been sucking on it today, um, giving it a little, a little drink. Um, but here's the thing, I feel, I feel, uh, Blue's mom said that because uh, she listens or watches this every once in a while, and she's like, I she goes, I think that you drink the coffee when you're nervous or like when you can't think of something to say fast enough. So maybe that's true, but um, I feel better when I'm drinking the coffee while I talk to you. So, so I think it's a psychological thing. So family members are watching these these moments. Oh yeah, dude. Everybody, everybody likes likes the Facebook page. Um, I don't know if they come on Twitch. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but you know, they can, you can they can watch it on YouTube and stuff. Well, I guess you can't see the visuals on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. People listen to it though. Everybody that's that's in my circle, my little circle. Sure. Um, yeah, they they watch. They love it. Hey, have you uh, have you ever been banned on Facebook? Yeah, or no, um, but I, I was, we were, you were talking, we you and I were talking about this when you were banned on Facebook, because I did almost get banned one time for saying somebody posted like a, like a food recipe and there was like pictures of this delicious food. And, um, I was, I said that I would kill a baby to eat that, to get that. And they <laughs> almost banned me for that. Cause they were like, we think you're going to kill a baby. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to no. kill a baby. Like, I do want that food big time, you know? Uh, that's a that's a great joke, by the way. I love it. Uh, I just got another ban. Another I, one? Yeah, I'm I'm sitting out. I'm now two days into a 30-day, another 30 days. Damn, what did you do this time? I was referring to all the truckers on the Ambassador Bridge in Detroit who don't like the COVID mandates. And I said... Uh, that we need to bomb them. <laughs> you, what, you 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 wrote it as a comment though, or you said it? Yeah, no, I wrote it as a comment. I go, we need we need to bomb them. And I remember when hey, I, hey, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is going to come to your fucking house. And he's going to knock on your door and he's going to be like, "Listen, I had to come here personally." That's too many times. Oh <laughs> my, it, that's seven since April. <laughs> Yeah, I called. You know, I, the funny thing is, I'm yeah. glad you brought up the truckers because uh, I was I thought of this joke yesterday while I was driving around. Um, I didn't know how I was gonna like get it out there for people to hear, but I was laughing thinking about the difference between Canada and America, um, which is that America we're fat, lazy pieces of shit who don't do nothing. Um, but it's like you got your truckers in Canada who are like, you know what? I don't like these mandates, dude. The old mandy's not gonna work for us. So we'll band together and we'll shut down the capital. We'll shut down the country and we'll make a big difference, right? We're going to take this opportunity to make a difference. And then American truck drivers are going, you know what? We're going to take this opportunity to drive 75 miles per hour at all times. And we're going to stop using turn signals too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like in Canada, they're like trying to do things to make a change. And in America, we're just being traffic hazards. Right, right. I was reading, uh, uh, Brian sent me a, uh, a message. It says a little clarification about the trucking issue in Canada. It's not really about the vaccines. As you said, 90% of the truckers are vaccinated. It's more about the two week quarantine period that they 
have to do every time they come to the USA. So if a trucker comes to the USA, he has to come back to Canada, whatever, go home, park his truck. He can't do anything for two weeks, effectively meaning they can only do two loads a month as opposed to coming here daily or whatever their job entails. Two loads a month isn't a really viable way to make money and support a family. Love the show. That's very good info. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, so, um, I, I think that I need to amend my statement and say that all truckers who don't like that need to go get a job at Taco Bell for those two weeks a month that they're, <laughs> that they're not able to do their stupid trucking job. And then this will all be, and this will all be fine. You know, right. How does that sound? Taco Bell. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, the, you got, I think that the bureaucracy of how governments work and like all the rules, like people go, you know what, we got to make more rules. And um, it leaves the shit like that. Cause yeah, if a bunch of people quit and they were like, well, I'm just not going to be a trucker no more. Then, you know, we're not going to have no shit on our shelves. And then we're going to be like, man, fuck yeah. Myers, dude. It'll be Myers fine. needs to get together. And then Myers is like, sorry guys. It's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. It's all going to, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> I'm hearing more and more, you know what, this is, this conversation is, um, is interesting because, um, I'm getting the idea now that seriously, no one gives a fuck anymore. And, um, because I see these mask mandates are lifting all over the place in various spots that were like in New York city. They're like, oh, now the CDC is saying, hold on, hold on. Not so fast. But everybody's like, ah, fuck you. We're going to do it anyway. So, you know, um, now, I don't know if we've ever been to this point where we've had this much of a, we're just sick of it. Um, but I don't know if that necessarily yeah. means that this is over. You know what I mean? So, well, it, it won't, it won't be over until we say it's over. You know what I mean? I mean, the mass, <laughs> they never really worked in the first place. I mean, that was, I mean, that was pretty well known from the beginning. I mean, everyone was wearing masks and we still are, got into the pandemic and you know, now it's two years later. Let me just say this, Eric Zane, there's a, one of the points I was going to make is that my boy, my boy, Albert Einstein, you know, my boy, Albie, um, he said back in the day, he said, I don't know, you know, what weapons World War Three will be fought with, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones, meaning that World War Three would be obviously the end all be all. And I think that normal people who just go to public school and don't question anything they hear, they probably think he means World War Three will be fought with nuclear weapons. But what I think he means is that World War III will be fought between regular people like you and me and people who are not regular like you and me. And I think that's, it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of what's happened. I mean, we're two years into two weeks. You know what I mean? Like we've been, we've been doing two weeks for two years and no end in sight. And yeah, you know, I mean, you got people going eventually, like they're going like, dude, I, be, I got the shot. I got a bunch of boosters, for, you know, already. And I'm sick again, and I don't understand what the fuck's going on. So those people are starting to ask questions, which well, it took I mean, two years. it isn't you like it I mean? isn't like we knew it isn't like we knew what we were getting into. It was a very changing situation. Anybody who you know, it was kind, it was it was it was very much a take it as it comes, and no one was willing to. Uh, I mean, you can't Americans like oh my god, I'll I'll only go so far, and then I'm so inconvenient, so I gotta I gotta fight for my freedom. And then you mix Trump into the fucking thing. That was a disaster. So, you know, but uh, getting back to Albert Einstein, what kind of why, why would you quote Albert 
Einstein? Is it because he he read a few books? Who gives a fuck about <laughs> Albert Einstein? I used Albert Einstein, also known as a, a superhuman of sorts. I mean, I don't know if you studied up on my boy Albert. No, I don't know. I no, why would I? He's an asshole. Dude, I'm real into I'm real into like quantum physics and like I don't like talking about like you know like 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 a lot of times Blue will like be talking to me about like fashion and shopping and stuff and like I can't do it like I'm interested in like shit that we don't know you know what I mean like I'm interested in stuff that like is theoretical by nature but so I'm real into quantum physics so a guy like Albie I mean he's he's he makes sense to me so the reason I brought it up is. He's a guy that thinks a thing. He thinks about things how they are, as opposed to thinking about things how he's told to think about them, and then going from there. You know what I mean? So that's why when a guy like Albie says something, I'm like, now, now that's a guy who's not bound by being politically correct or not bound by you know trying to appease people. He's like, no, fuck you guys, dude. I like fucking partying in my own world, dude. Do you think when all those Japanese people were destroyed by his bombs that he wept or masturbated? Dude, Albert Einstein didn't he didn't come up with the A bomb. That was a different guy. What was his name? Um I can't remember his name, but the yeah, he, it wasn't Albert Einstein. Wait a minute. Was wasn't he involved in the research of the nuclear bomb? Um well that that I don't know, but I I know that the guy who invented the A bomb was not Albert Einstein. Hold on. Albert Einstein nuclear bomb. Einstein and the Manhattan Project, which was the code name for the creation of the bomb. Well, the Manhattan Project, that that's a whole conspiracy theory within itself. Oh no, don't, don't, don't. I can't I can't handle it. <laughs> but no, the what was that fucking guy's name? Um I can't remember his name, but yeah, he was like, he came up with it and then the fucking government took it from him and then he was miserable the rest of his life because they fucking used it. When Einstein uh, learned that the Germans might succeed in in, uh, in their efforts to build a bomb, he wrote to Franklin Roosevelt with his concerns. Einstein's 1939 letter helped initiate the U.S. effort to build an atomic bomb. Um in 1940, the U.S. Army Intelligence Office denied Einstein the security clearance needed to work on the Manhattan Project. The hundreds of scientists on the project were forbidden from consulting Einstein. So it seems like you are correct. Yeah, it, some people are writing um, Oppenheimer, maybe. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I think that sounds <laughs> right. That sounds right to me. People here, I here I am saying, you know, a, a perfect example of uh, two idiots, specifically me. Oh yeah, Einstein built the atomic bomb. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> that's the point I'm trying to make is that, uh, yeah, I just think that uh, if you're if you're a smart, if you are people who are in control and you are smarter than the average cookie or at least think you are um you can't do world war three in a historical sense meaning you can't do it how people think or know that wars are you know what i mean like you can't just like oh we're gonna attack blah 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 because everyone's like oh that's a war you gotta do war differently if you want to you know succeed these days you have to be innovative and i think we're just kind of in a war right now with with those who seek to 
kind of con- control slash change the world. Are you concerned at all about the whole business with Russia and Ukraine? Um, depends. I mean, we'll see. It could just be a distraction. You never fucking know. There's so many distractions that pop up. You, you just really never know. All right. I mean, we still haven't heard. We don't even know what's going on with fucking, what's that lady's name? Ghislaine Maxwell. I mean, to me, that's much more important than COVID. But Wait, what? That shit kind of just, you never hear about that. But she was just convicted. Yeah, but we don't. We haven't heard about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, we did. It, it was absolutely all over the TV. We talked about it on this show. Wow, <laughs> not the same. Not the same. But, but she's convicted. What? She's waiting sentencing. I, I don't know what the fuck else to tell you. What are you supposed to do? Talk about the same thing every day? Yep, she's still convicted. <laughs> yeah, good point. A good point. Uh, I got a question. Why does why, why does it say Lakyle? Is that just you being oh, funny? Um, because that's that's French me. I'm okay. being French today. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. I got nothing else for you unless you got something for me. Um, nope. I will tell you this, Eric Zane. This might have been a different type of show, but uh, I don't think we lost the audience. I think the audience. No, I agree with you. I, I, I enjoy talking with you about this, and they're at least making fun of us. I don't have a problem with that. So whatever. I will say this, guys. Um, for I know Eric Zane, you don't know this. I was supposed to be um involved in coming to the events last week to fucking hang out. Um, so I'm to everybody out there, I'm fucking sorry that I didn't show up. Here's the other problem, dude. Um, uh, with America, like we're to the point now where COVID is being used as uh like a a way not to do things. So like we had sitters lined up. All of a sudden, you got like. Sitter A, because we, you know, you, you got to make multiple plans these days. So we had Sitter A set up. They're like, "Oh, I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm sick." And we're like, "Well, do you have COVID or blah blah blah?" She, I, I don't know. I need to take tests. So, anyways, that sitter fell through. Then we had another sitter backed up, you know, to do that. Then that sitter was like, "Oh, yeah, I can't. I'm sick. You know what I mean? I got COVID and like all this stuff." So, point being, I was supposed to be there to fucking party with you guys and have a good time. Well, not. <laughs> Party, but I was supposed to be a part of it, and I was very excited for that. And uh, here's a little kitty. Oh my um, god, that that's Emilio's cat. Yep, um, the black cat of death. <laughs> um, cute little kitty. But yeah, so I was supposed to be a part of it, and we just could not uh, find a viable way to have Jameson be watched. And you know, obviously, for the reasons that Jameson was not watched, uh, then Blue gets nervous. Like, well, we can't bring him out in public then, with you know, with other people. Um, because you know, blah blah blah. So, anyways, here I freaking am, just sitting there going, "I guess I fucking can go." I don't know if people are. It it seems like uh, more and more people just are forgetting about this. And you know, there's still uh, fifteen hundred people dying a day, but most people don't care anymore. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Eric. People are dying every day for from everything. So. I just think it's on the TV now. You know what I mean? Like people are like, are you, are you guys aware how many people die per day? And then like everyone's like, holy shit, people are dying every day. And it's like, I don't know. I think we know that, dude. <laughs> Kyle, you're a, you're a saint. Thank you for the time today. Everybody loves you. And I appreciate you as always. All right. Watch, watch Dope Six starring Michael Keaton. Love you guys. All right. Get out of here. See ya. Kyle from Dumpster Dive. Um, all right. Kyle says, I tuned out for the most chatting with folks from work. Then Kyle says, Joe is missing from the station and they suspect he's going back to rehab. 
We'll talk about that more coming up here in just a second. I, I, I have to catch up on some uh, sponsors. First of all, Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Check them out online wherever you download podcasts. Jason and Mike. Uh, it was uh, great talking with Jason. Shit, hair in my mouth. Uh, him joining me on the show this week. He's just terrific. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Give it a listen, please. Let me help your business. If you have a business, you want uh, some marketing, please reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I would love to talk with you about how this show works. So uh, Please do that. Thank you to Full House Comedy. If um, you're looking for something to do, a fun event, comedy show, FullHouseComedy.com. Look at Bruce, just positioned perfectly right behind Daisy Duke. God, I love them so much. Um, okay. Meanwhile, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NDV 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com, E-R-Vines.com. Uh, check them out if you are in West Michigan. And uh, you want to keep your vehicle in tip-top running shape, preventative repairs, preventative service, uh, maybe an emergency fix, whatever it may be. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you so much. They will fix your Asian, domestic, European vehicle, electric vehicle, hybrid, you name it, at Irvine's. Sarah, Honda, Granville. Uh, buying a new car is, well, it's a challenge. There's no question. The shortage of chips has made things a little weird, but you can still get a new car. It just takes a little more time. You can't just walk in, I want this, and then drive it out. Um, what you can do is you can get any one of the certified pre-owned, which are like new vehicles, still under warranty, at Sarah Honda Granville. You can shop online, sarahondagranville.com, and uh, check out the inventory, and off you go. Thanks to them for being a key sponsor of the show, sarahondagranville.com. All right. The mayor of Hudson, Ohio, everyone is laughing at this guy over something that he said at the city council meeting. And uh, it's pretty remarkable He's, um, he's talking about ice fishing in the community and people are like talking about making it more, um, uh, easy for the average ice fisherman to do their thing on their frozen lakes. Now the mayor is there at the city council meeting to discuss, um, yeah, the, the pros and cons, the advantages, the disadvantages of ice fishing. Now, wait until you hear this leap in logic made. made. And I, I thank you to whoever sent this along to me. I appreciate it. Check this out. Here for council to consider. Um, one, the Hudson Fire Department does have the capability to do cold water, you know, ice rescues. They've done the training in the past. Whether that, that certification is current, you'd have to ask Chief Farns. Okay, so, you know, in case something happens where someone goes in the water, with the local um, uh, first responders, they have, you know, have to check on whether or not they have uh, ice water rescue training. 
which I think is fair. You know, all right, he doesn't know, so you're going to have to ask the chief. He'll take care of it. Rescues, they've done the training in the past. Whether that, that certification is current, you'd have to ask Chief Farns. I would say before you make any decisions, I would definitely get Chief Farns to weigh in on this because as Councilwoman Kowalski mentioned, you know, it is the Kowalski. fire and EMS folks and perhaps the police department that all have to engage on a moment's notice should there be an incident. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty Okay. on Hudson mm -hmm. Springs Park for yeah. X amount of time? And if you then allow... So then, you know, the concern is, yeah, we're allowing low, we're low ice fishing, but then the lake's going to have ice shanties all over it. Now, I don't know what the problem would be with ice shanties, but the old slippery slope argument works in to the mayor here. Now watch this guy here, <clears throat> excuse me, next to him. He's listening to the mayor break it down, Mayor Schubert. Uh, look at the what this guy does when the mayor drops why he's concerned with ice shanties. On Hudson mm. Springs Park for X amount of time. And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Okay, what? Prostitution. And now you got the police chief and the police department involved. Just data points to consider. <laughs> what the mayor says consistently. Of course. Prostitution. Oh, my God. Okay. We got to make a phone call. Holy shit. Hudson City Hall. Would it surprise you if my phone is not working? I gotta write down the number. I can't see. Mayor Schubert is his name. Okay. Thank you for calling the city of Hudson. Please choose from the following options or visit our website at www.hudson.oh.us. If you are calling to report a utility outage, after normal business hours, uh -huh. please dial 330-342-1715. If you need to speak to Hudson Utilities or pay your Hudson Utility Bill, press 1. If you are calling for public works, including a down power line, leaf collection, potholes, mailboxes, Daisy, don't start licking. Hi, this is Annette Johnson. Oh, Sorry if I... All right. This is going to result in uh, way too much trying to track it down. So during the uh, time away from the uh, free podcast to the uh, Patreon, I'm going to uh, uh, try to track that down. Let's see here. I want to show... I, I didn't... I wasn't able to show you the look on that guy's face. Uh, and Am I going to now? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Uh, when I showed it to you the first time, it didn't uh, it didn't quite do it the way I wanted it to. Okay. So uh, let this ad play, and then I'll play this again for you. All right. 
I am just all over the place today. What a disaster this show is. The moment is gone. Don't do it, Eric. I won't. I apologize for all my tech issues today. Anyway, I'll link that up. You got to see the look on the guy's face. He says, oh yeah, ice shanties. That's going to lead to prostitution. What an asshole. Classic. Um, yeah, so Kyle Kyle suggested that um, uh, that the people at his office are talking about uh, our old pal Joe <clears throat> uh, over there at uh, Free Beer and Hot Wings. Gone again for another day. People are suggesting he's back in rehab. He never really tried rehab, according to him, the way he described it, at least. So I, I don't know about that. Um, maybe, maybe not. God only knows. So who knows uh, when you're in that spot that he is, I I'm guessing um, all kidding aside, because I, uh, I, I, I pick on him quite a bit. He is in a state of flux where his mind is not right. I've known that. And he's never really been honest with dealing with that and, and really tackling it. So he will continue to struggle until he actually is honest with himself. So that's going to take a uh, that type of um, uh, self-imposed realization to even get anywhere with all of these issues that he may or uh, that he may be having right now, and and I would assume that that is what is uh, is was what is tripping him up right now, and why he isn't coming to work because there's something going on there. So, do, uh, will I troll him? Of of course I will. Uh, that's 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 not going to change, um, but. You know, uh, at the end of the day, I, I, I hope he's okay, but Jesus, man, get your shit together. All right. Hopefully he's working on that. Um, let's see. What else can I get to today? Because I am struggling. Oh, the rock and Trump jr. Okay. Let's, uh, start from the beginning here. This is all Neil Young's fault. Neil Young was pissed at Rogan. He got the ball rolling on the whole, uh, you know, I want my stuff off Spotify. And that kind of opened the door for a lot of discussion. And everybody kind of laughed at that. No big deal. It's Neil Young. Uh, whatever. Um, I've said before that um, when when Rogan brings on these experts onto his show, which is apparently what two people had, uh, what people had problem with two of his shows, uh, you know, they get on there and it's basically a three hour infomercial. And then people like Rick from TC paintball and uh, Kyle from dumpster divers, uh, get their brains washed further. So whatever, I don't give a shit. You can do that. Uh, and then Neil is like, no way, man. Fuck that. Uh, uh, old man, take a look at my life. I want my music off Spotify. That opened up the door for India Ari. Who she wasn't so much concerned about the anti-vax shit. She was concerned about the, the racism. So she dropped that Rogan again, sidestepped it. He, well, he, he confronted it. He, he talked about it and proof that he can do anything. You can, the fact that he has a N word supercut and com- saying all black people are apes joke. And he is fine is incredible that you know cancel culture is done officially i've said it before and i'll say it again there is no such thing as cancel culture anymore you can we're back to saying whatever the fuck we want 
because Joe Rogan has an N-word supercut and uh, he says all black people are apes and he's fine. So Morgan Wallen is like, shit, it's, it's too late. It's too late. However, Morgan Wallen's back. You know, nowadays it's all. So we have gone the other way. Nowadays, um, all Super Bowl ads that you will be seeing in the game will feature the N-word, okay? Because no one cares anymore. You can We're, we're back to being able to use that word. So uh, from now on, uh, we can expect that. And every, every type of uh, uh, media that we see, they're going to be dropping the N-word because Rogan was able to uh, uh, work his way around that. And, and that is, that's why he's the greatest communicator of this generation. People can look beyond the N-word supercut and the all, a, all uh, black people are gorillas jokes and they still love him. Okay? So that's, that's where that is. The Rock said, if you recall, well, I'm glad you pointed this out because originally The Rock was supporting Rogan for his COVID response or his response to the Neil Young thing. And he said, oh, hey, way to go, brother. Uh, good job in articulating that. I'll see you soon. I'll be on the show soon. And, and then someone said, well, now, wait a minute. You realize he also, he's got the N-word supercut. And then The Rock denounced him and said, oh, that's bullshit. I cannot believe that he did that. And uh, I am rescinding. I no longer like Joe Rogan or some shit like that. All right. So that's weird. Well, now uh, Donald Trump Jr. is involved. And where is that? Do I have that in front of me? Of course not. Of course I don't have that in front of me. Give me a second. Uh, I can make my way through this show. I can do this. This is why you don't dilly-dally on your show when you're coming up with it. Here it is. I even had it. I just couldn't see it. Um, I'll just get into the article here because Trump Jr. is involved in this and he's fucking the rock up so bad. And I, and I can't stand Trump Jr., Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has silently and quite uh, hypocritically deleted a transphobic tweet after initially supporting Joe Rogan amidst the ongoing Spotify controversy and later denouncing the podcaster for his use of the N-word. In a tweet responding to writer and left-wing activist Don Winslow, The Rock apologized for throwing his support behind Joe Rogan, claiming he was not aware of the podcaster's use of the N-word and calling this particular realization a learning moment, which I hate that terminology, a learning moment. You didn't learn anything. You got caught. Whenever people say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really learned something there. I learned. I learned that, uh, you know, I've got to be better. And uh, I got to be, I got to be woke. Now, you're just saying that because you got caught. You, you're not. You don't give a shit. I know I don't. Anytime, again, anytime I've ever apologized, I did it just because I didn't want to lose my job. I don't, I, I, I'm not sorry for anything I ever said. Winslow's original tweet read, Dear The Rock, you're a hero to many people and using your platform to defend Joe Rogan, a guy that used and laughed about using the N word dozens of times is a terrible use of your power. Um, okay. So the rock said, thank you so much for this, you know, and he, he denounces the rock. However, Donald Trump jr. Man, I tell you what, I never thought that I would be like, fuck. Yes. I love this. Donald Trump jr. Is the fucking man. He was quick to call out the Hollywood star's hypocrisy. 
he shared a now-deleted comment from 2011. Uh, 2011, uh, The Rock was in a Twitter war with some nobody, some rando, and referred to them as turning tranny, tranny tricks. And Trump Jr. wrote, what is this? Transphobic violence, initially wrote Trump Jr. retweeting Johnson's unearthed comments and questioning his use of a term that the transgender community deems as transphobic. Now, Trump Jr.'s, he probably hates transvestites. You know, he probably, he didn't get, he's just doing this to piss off the rock. Because, you know, typical, uh, the, the whole Trump family, that whole narrative about uh, Hollywood and the left and all that shit. So that's what he's doing. So this is a great troll by Trump Jr. And I'm all about the troll. Coming to the realization that the Jumanji, the next level star, had quietly deleted his tweet, Donald Trump Jr. doubled down, tweeting a, <clears throat> excuse me, a screenshot of Johnson's now-deleted tweet for everyone to see. Wow, The Rock, you just can't, you can't just try to quietly delete transphobic attacks without giving a groveling apology and expect to ever work in Hollywood again, wrote Trump Jr., adding, do Under Armour, Ford, Apple, Netflix, and the rest of his sponsors slash partners agree with this hateful rhetoric? Oh, no. Johnson's full now-deleted tweet read, Don't be angry, Ms. Katie. It's not your fault that you're turning tranny tricks to put yourself through nursing school. Enter Caitlyn Jenner, who's also critical of Johnson, writing, hmm, this double standard is real. The Rock, The Rock, I love you, but come on, dude, let's be real. Cancel culture has got to go. Use your platform. Jenner then thanked Donald Trump Jr. for highlighting Johnson's now-deleted comment. You know, a lot of you... um sick fuck MAGA idiots uh, uh, love to attack Caitlyn Jenner and and say mean things about her, but she thinks like you. She is all about, I mean, she thinks like, she's one of you. And so I think you need to think about her as being formidable in politics because she's got a pretty, she's got a great head on her shoulder. I love the whole business about uh canceling cancel culture but um i think that uh back to what i said earlier it, it's over now after the rogan thing it, no one else is going to get canceled um in the comment section of Dwayne johnson's apology tweet other public figures have called out the actor's hypocrisy sharing videos that reveal the former professionals uh, own history of transphobic and racist comments i played that shit for you um uh, earlier in the week, about, you know, and so now it's all happening. It's that whole glass house thing. You can't do that. Neil Young is in a glass house. Remember, it, no one really got behind the story. I talked about it, but that isn't shit. When he, uh, they unearthed his um, 1985 comments uh, concerning uh, gay people and saying that they caused uh, HIV and called the people at the grocery store. You don't want an F rhymes with baggage handling your potatoes. What is going on? I guess the uh, the the lesson here is it all comes back to those in glass houses shall not throw stones. I think at the end of the day, 
Out of all of this bullshit, the big winner here is Joe Rogan. He has survived this very easily. Um, and he, and, th- and that was while using the big kahuna. Um, N-word, supercut, black people are apes. And he is fine. And he is, I think we need to respect him for ending cancel culture. It is all, he, we are now supporting Joe Rogan for being the man who has led us out of our cancel culture doldrums. Because of Joe Rogan, it's over. I think I need to go back to Zaniac Melissa. Um, who is was floored that I pointed out that the COVID shot is a shot and not a vaccine. Are you suggesting that because I name it differently now, you've won some great victory? Is that is that what you're suggesting? Who gives a shit? No, you're right. A vaccine is is uh you don't get it. I I I agree with you. I agree with you. But you, what you don't understand, you maggot, is that this is such a changing environment and a changing world that we are in right now. It's okay to have uh, an audible called at the line of scrimmage. So shut up, get the shot so you live a long time and keep enjoying the podcast. That's all you have to do. Now, I don't know if you're here right now because I had the uh, uh, all the nonsense with my technical issues, but because I'm great, I uh, uh, soldiered through and continue to do an amazing show as I always do. All right. Boy, what a day. What a day. You know what I like about this show, honestly, uh, is that I made it through this show without getting enraged. And I and I put up with so much. First of all, Kyle and I are over there trying to do our show and have a good time and the various insulting comments that you're making uh trying to derail me uh you know, I I I just got to uh, look past that. I so I put my head down and ignored you. But you're assholes. You are the biggest assholes on the planet for trying to hurt us like that. Um, if we were lesser men, we would be sitting on the ski slope, having a counseling session, crying uncontrollably. So I just wanted to point out that I have been really great today and you're all very lucky to have me. So (laughs) thank you very much. No, no, no. You, yeah, you guys are making too big of a deal about this. Just because I call it a shot now and not a vaccine, it doesn't mean you've won anything. It's still highly effective in keeping your stupid fucking fat asses uh, uh, from being in a hospital on a ventilator, which I'm going to laugh at you now if you wind up on one. So go get your fucking shot, you morons. Jesus. Okay. Uh, we have the asshole of the day. We got to get to that coming up as this show is getting long in the tooth. Okay. And I got to pee. I love my friend, Frank Fuss from my policy shop insurance. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about a supplemental life insurance policy. And you're like, this sounds incredibly boring. Oh, does it? Well, it's not going to be boring 
Um, because um, what I'm telling you is if you think that you are good to go with your shitty workplace insurance that your boss, even if your boss pays for your workplace insurance, you're still not in the clear. And this is what I mean. Take a look at that policy. And what does it cover in the event that you, I don't know, are hit by a car, you're in a car accident, you get COVID, uh, you get cancer, you need cancer treatment. Does it say 100% covered, zero out of pocket? Well, if it doesn't say that, I promise you it doesn't because employers are cheap and employer insurance sucks shit. You could still be faced with debilitating debt, like bankruptcy debt. You need a supplemental uh, health insurance policy. They're not that expensive. They're pretty damn cheap. Fills in all. It's called gap coverage. Fills in all the things that your shitty workplace insurance doesn't have. In fact, I'm convincing my daughter, Jacqueline, to uh, get one of these policies. Okay? Because they always ask you, do you have any other insurance? Uh, No, no, that's it. Just my workplace insurance. Uh, I don't even have to pay for it. And they're like, okay, well, this is... uh, a shitty insurance. Reach out to Frank. Text him or call him. 616-914-4070. Say my name. He's going to send you a link. That is a scheduling link. Okay? And then on that link, it's just going to take you a second to fill it out. You're going to figure out where you want to be, uh, like where you want to meet, whether it's a phone call, whether it's Zoom, you name it, and he'll take care of you. Okay? Uh, reach out to Frank, 616-904-4070. I've got a tech company that helps me. Blue Frost IT, you've got a company or you work for a company and they're looking to upgrade their tech. Uh, I recommend you suggest Blue Frost IT. If you're working for the woman or working for the man, you're going to get the star on the forehead with this if they need any thing tech wise blue frost it is who you call 616 200 8550 thank you so much blue frost it last but not least prince army schedule the cdl uh C- oh, god damn it there i go again what a day not cdl that's commercial driver's license Schedule your CPL, CCW class at Prince Arming. PrinceArming.com or just search Prince Arming on Facebook. All right. Who is your asshole of the day? Who is it going to be? We talked about Huge. We talked about Drew and Mike. We talked about the podcast Flirt Fest, Primetime Crime Podcast. My name will be featured on that today. Ben and Eric tonight. The comedian who passed out. Oh, my God. What the fuck was her name again? I don't even remember. That was just incredible video. Um, who was the lawmaker? Okay. Let's see. I think we need to go with Shelley Luther, who said, we, my kids should be able to laugh at the transgenders. God, I cannot imagine what it must be like going through school as 
a gay kid or a transgender kid or even a, a minority like a black kid or something like that or a Jew. Kids are such dicks. They really are. And they come from dick parents like this crazy bitch. Fuck her. Asshole of the day. Ice shanty whores. Uh, Automod held Kyle's uh, message. Kyle Ryan wrote, that dumb bitch laughing at trannies. It held the message. I'm allowing it. There you go. Okay. That's going to do it. We made it. We made it. I'm really sorry. I apologize for all the tech shit. I, you'll probably be, be able to pick out a few parts on the audio podcast, but I'll clean it up for the audio podcast. But for those of you that enjoyed the podcast video on Twitch, I uh, thank you for your patience. Huh. One of those days, I guess. But I still enjoyed talking to you, enjoyed having you all part of it, and enjoyed what we did. So there you go. Okay, thanks again, folks. Talk to you on the Patreon. Till then, bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.